Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to A Wild Podcast has appeared. Episode 51, the one-year anniversary. I think if you asked any of us if we'd make it this far, we'd probably all tell you no. Yep. No, I, I thought this thing was going to get canceled after like a month. <laughs> I mean, I definitely was expecting this for the long haul, but like, great to know. Well, I mean, this just further reinforces the fact that I co-host with two eternal pessimists. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi. And uh, as you heard, Christian Hoffer, Megan Peters, also on the line. Week 387 of quarantine. And mm-hmm. uh, sure enough, uh, the Pokemon world is still turning. This is a Pokemon show. We talk about all of your favorite things as it relates to the world of Pokemon, be it the video games, trading card games, board games. Uh, you know, there's there's some board games out there. Pokemon stuff, anime, manga, etc. This show is to make you a better Pokemon fan. And who better than us to help you along that journey? Because... <laughs> The show's broken up into three sections. The first section is news. So you get everything you need to know in like the first 15 or so minutes of the show. Then we take a break. It's like 30 seconds. It's not really a long break. We come back. We do a a deep dive where we take the biggest news of the week and we really kind of dissect it for you and tell you why it's important, why it's a big deal, and uh, what we kind of look to see where it may go and and what we learn from it. And then at the very end, fan favorite segment of the show, the Pokemon Fact of the Week. That is probably the best description of the show I have ever done. Yeah, usually you fumble that. We just need to like record that. Like we just need to record that bit, plug it in every time. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Just have it on backup. Like we do our intro and then we all go silent and then just run, run this part and then... Uh, yeah, I can't really beat what I said last time, so roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially. Uh, if you watch the video edition of this show, you can see Megan's uh, background is uh, like a everyone's favorite starter Pokemon is growing, uh, evolving. Yes, yes uh, it's, it's, into- it's huge. If we like... It goes, it's a massive little little nerd wow. display. Like I have an entire Scooby shelf. My Pokemon shelf is right behind me. So I did get from the office, uh, Christian Hoffer sent me the Vaporeon figure. Nice. Uh, very excited. It's so cute if you're watching the video. Uh, I also got Sylveon uh, from the Pokemon Center that came out. Um, it's shipped super quick. So Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> they have nothing else to do in the, you know, pandemic. Uh, but <laughs> Just it, it, imagine people sitting at the, at the warehouse going, quick. we got an order! We got an order! <laughs> yeah, like it shipped super quick. I ordered it and then the next day it came and, and my, my fiance came in and was like, you have a package. And I was like, what is it? And we opened it and I was like, wow, okay. So I, I don't have the Eevee one, the original, the first one that came out, the two Eevee figures. Obviously, the resale prices on these are ridiculous. So if anyone has an extra, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. I'm not, I'm not below it. I'm not below it. <laughs> um, nice. And then uh, I'm going the, the virtual background route today with uh, the Golem shirt from our friends over at Original Stitch put out yes. some digital backgrounds, which is very, very cool. So, yeah, you know, a little, little extra spice for those who watch the video. And My background has, has not changed. Has not changed. At no. all. Why yeah. mess with perfection? Wow. <laughs> all right, all let's right. jump into the news because I am super excited for our first bit. We're getting some new Bandai models. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, we're getting Gengar. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's the uh, thing. I'm super excited, but it's going to be so easy to build. It's basically like a repainted Pikachu. Yeah, it's going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be so easy to build. Like the, 
the Eevee one, like the Pikachu one, like the Pikachu one was by far the easiest to build. Yeah. And this Gengar body is just basically like a purple marshmallow with arms <laughs> and like little tiny feet nubs. So like, it's going to be so easy to just click, click into place, but I'm super excited. It's so cute. Yeah. So my, my favorite part about this. So when I send out the link to, uh, Jim and Megan yesterday, um, you know, there's a website that I tend to order a lot of these from, especially since everything else is shut down right now. And they actually showed like, you know, the website had an image of like what it looks like, like spread out. And like, (laughs) it's like six pieces. It's well, no, there's, there's a surprising amount of them, but the creepiest thing is that the inside of it is pink because of the mouth. Because so, you can switch out the mouths. Uh, they have different, you know, not only do they have closed mouth Gengar, they also have open mouth Gengar, and you can swap out open mouth Gengar with its tongue in a normal position with open mouth, like three foot long tongue Gengar. Which nice. is ins- lick a tongue we're talking about here. I don't want lick a tongue Gengar. <laughs> I want scary portal to hell Gengar. So. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be. Going I, I think that's it. Looks- if they ever, if they ever do a gallery figure of Gengar, I need it to be Gigantamax Gengar. They well, they do have a gallery figure of Gengar. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I don't, don't have it. It's him doing Shadow Ball. Oh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. They, that was one of the. I think that's one of two of the G the well, the DX the deluxe ones. I don't have mm-hmm. is Gengar and Gardevoir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do. They do actually have a gallery figure of that. Oh. I want a new one though, with Carnival to Hell. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, whenever, I mean, whenever you get, you know, a Gengar in which you can hear your loved dead loved ones calling for you from inside its <laughs> mouth, you buy that. Yeah, a hundred percent. How does that even work when they do the inevitable like Gigantamax plushes? Because you know, I saw that they're starting to release a few of those. It's like, how are they even going to do the the Gengar plush? Because it comes in like four parts. Are they really? Which ones are they doing? Uh, I saw they had Pikachu, Eevee, Meow. Uh, let me pull up the Pokemon. Well, those are like easy to do. It's basically long cat, fat Pikachu, and big oh. Eevee. <laughs> well, they have, the crazy thing <laughs> is, true. though, they have the, um, they have the uh, Gigantamax uh, clouds. Which that's oh, like, really? Yeah, that's like part of it. I'll have to find it because apparently. Jeez, Christian, this would have been a nice segment for the show. Well, yeah. I, it was a, I, I'm going to be honest. The only thing I could think of is when Hoffer just said a second ago, and this is going to get dark for a second, was when <laughs> Hoffer was like, oh, the voices of your past loved ones speak to you. All I could think was like, you know, sometimes like when people like try to honor their past loved ones and they get like Build-A-Bears and they re- put voice recordings. Oh, the, my God. Uh, why would anyone do that? Oh, now, have I not? Now the, only thing, now the only thing I can think of is someone going to build a bear recording like a Wait. pass voice, putting it in the Gengar, and then it oh literally God. does that. Have I, never, have I never told you those stories? Because I've got no. plenty of them from no. my day. I need you to oh, I had a woman bring in the ashes of her dead cat and wanted to put them in a stuffed cat. Oh, wow. That's a yeah. lot. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Is that... Um, we had, uh, uh, we had, um, uh, there was a, a, uh, a family whose grandfather had passed away and they had, uh, recorded his, his heartbeat sound from like his final days and then wanted to put that as a recording for the sound with like the actual heartbeat thing that you can put in there. Oh, uh, it was crazy. Oh God. Some, like I'm... there were some crazy, crazy things. Oh jeez, ah. This reminds yeah. me. So there was like a Reddit thread a couple of days ago where it's like post of like a picture that doesn't seem creepy, but actually is. Oh, I and, went on that one. Oh man. I spent and, like eight hours on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say one. That was a definite way to lose a few hours of sleep and have some really screwed up dreams. But, you know, it came up and it reminded me of back in Victorian times, they used to dress up your freshly dead loved one in like their finest clothes and you take a family portrait with it, mm-hmm. you know, with the corpse. And that is the apparently 21st century consumerist equivalent to that. I mean, 
Okay, I have found I have found the Gigantamax plushes. Good. The Charizard like, one looks there's amazing. There's a Charizard one? Oh, it that's looks cool. amazing. Of course there's a Charizard one. It's Meowth Pokemon. is kind of creepy. Yeah. Meowth is creepy. I, uh, I, I like that the Eevee one, you know, accurately has the little clouds over just one of its ears. <laughs> yeah. That's really cute. I mean, some of them, like, you know, like, it, 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 you don't think they make sense. It's like, why would you include the Gigantamax clouds in these? <laughs> but sure enough, they're just, they go all in. It's like, no, you know, when we said we were going to make these, that is part of the official image. Therefore, we must include it. Well, like for uh, Evie, uh, they have Corviknight to Corviknight and... Yeah. Um, is Butterfree the last one? No, um, Alcremay. Okay, yeah. Oh. Giant, giant Tower Kick. Is yep, the Alcreme one a scale to, is it scale? Like, Is it, <laughs> is it a I body pillow size? I don't believe yeah. these are scale. Dang, uh, I'm upset. But the Charizard one is easily, yeah. like, if those, if if that comes to the States. They'll, they'll that, be here eventually. Yeah. These, oh, a yeah. lot of these. When know, those but, come to the States, those, yeah. uh, there is also apparently a shirt that's got uh, the Pokeball guy on it. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Which oh, yeah. is incredible. He's just like the cult favorite of that entire game. <laughs> I love Pokeball Guy. Oh, for sure. I wish he was the champion. Did you see that you can... <laughs> <laughs> that's, it. that's the story I want to know. I want to know yeah. how how Pokeball Guy became Pokeball Guy. Well, yeah. the best part about it is, is that like I think there's like a throwaway line about Ball Guy that states that that dude isn't actually hired by the yeah no you know, he like just the, shows the galar link he's just, there. <laughs> he just a super yeah. fan he's yeah he's like he's a super just, fan yeah he's just there hanging out you know he dresses up like the mascot he gives oh he's out- totally a serial oh. killer oh 100 <laughs> percent. he will be the true villain actually he'll end up being like hops secret like you know like sensei in the anime series. <laughs> I can't wait till we get the Twilight Wings episode about Ball Guy. <laughs> ball Guy. That's, <laughs> yes. that's what I'm excited for. Oh, that is wow. incredible. One news item, and we've already gone horrifically, horrifically <laughs> off track. And it wasn't even on the rundown. <laughs> no, it wasn't even there. <laughs> All right, let's get back. Let's get back on, uh, on track. Uh, Pokemon Go, uh, we've been talking about how they have made the game incredibly more accessible uh, given the social distancing protocols that um, almost all states, can't say all of them anymore, uh, are, are all kind of facing. And so remote raids are live. I think this is a good thing. They, uh, you can, they're basically another premium pass. So you don't get free remote raids. You have to pay money for them, which, you know, some people will be upset about, but I think it's a decent compromise. Um, they just went live yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't actually had the chance to go and use one. I did buy some, but um, nobody has been hopping into doing remote raids where I live which I would say I'm shocked by, but I'm not. Um, but when, so you know, we'll, we'll see how it all goes when it happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, remote rates going. And then we're getting a, a Kanto throwback. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, from the time that I wrote the script for this and when we're recording this, it's live. It, what? No, it's not live. No. Thank okay. God. But they announced. <laughs> so, this entire story is kind of hilarious. This is this is this is a classic Pokemon Go story. Uh, so yesterday, people, uh, a small segment of people, suddenly got this Kanto throwback event that just like popped up. Like uh, there were special research tasks, and like only like a few people got them. And people are like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah, Pokemon Go leaked their own event. Oh, uh, naturally. <laughs> so, That's the most on brand. Um. It comes out today that there will actually be a total of five of these events. Uh, each of these are special timed uh, challenges. So you have, uh, it's a little bit unclear. Like I know that um, I think it's because they said that you only have seven days to complete them, but the uh, screen capture that they used with it mentioned that it actually was like 14 or 15 days to complete it. But basically oh, wow. you have to complete 
three sets or eight sets of three tasks. And so it can be anything from like, take a picture of a ghost type Pokemon and all of the different events tie into different like things that happened in various Pokemon games. So it's like, okay, since, you know, you went to the Pokemon tower and, you know, Pokemon red and blue, take a picture of a ghost type Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you complete those, you get a different legendary Pokemon um, so for the Kanto throwback challenge, it's Mewtwo, uh, for Johto, it'll be Ho-Oh, um, Groudon is Hoenn, and Sinnoh is Cresselia, because apparently they couldn't give us one of the cool ones, they had to give us Cresselia. Um, but if you complete all four of those, you unlock a special research task, which gets you, um, even more stuff, including some encounters with some Galarian variants, which will be added to the game in June. Um, and everyone will get those uh, Galarian variants. And apparently it includes both Obstagoon and Berserker, which is a bit surprising because mm. that means that we're officially getting new Galar Pokemon um, as opposed to just like variants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's all coming out in May and June. Um, sorry, it was a bit of a ramble. It literally just happened 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Good timing. Good timing. Yeah. At least they did it before we recorded instead right. of after. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, that's pretty sweet. I'm excited to get Berserker because obviously who yeah, wouldn't Berserker, be? Berserker is like one of my favorites from, from the game. Ga- oh, and the other thing I totally forgot. Speaking of favorites, uh, they use the Google's Pokemon of the Year thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for each event, so each of these will be like rolling out once per week in May. And with each event, you can also get a Pikachu wearing a different kind of hat that is based on whatever Pokemon was voted most popular from that region. So you can get a Charizard hat wearing Pikachu. Ooh. Um, and a mm-hmm. Lucario wearing hat Pikachu and an Umbreon hat wearing Pikachu and a Rayquaza hat wearing Pikachu. That's what oh, I wow. want. Right. Wow. That's what I want. I can just already hear the people saying, because I know Greninja won overall, but like we're not getting that far. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, where's Greninja flipping over tables? <laughs> uh. I forgot you really don't like Greninja. I, told I you don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I saw that I dislike Greninja. Let me make that totally clear. I love me a Greninja. It's just. You don't uh, like Greninja fans. I don't like Greninja stands. There's a difference. Uh, oh, okay. There's a difference. They just never. Oh, anyways. No, I, I can relate to that. Like, it's kind of like how I dislike Boston sports, not because <laughs> of Boston sports teams, but because of Boston sports fans. Like, if if not for the 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 fans, I'd probably like those like sports teams like a lot more. Instead, I hate them all with the rage of a thousand burning suns as opposed wow. to the other kind of sun wow. that's not burning that's a that's a that's a bunch of tea so, spilt right there <laughs> so i didn't realize rotom was really considered a like competitive pokemon yes yeah. yes it's very highly handy because it has a very diverse move set um and each one has you know its own abilities which make them just an absolute pain in the ass there are lots of coverage you get a lot of coverage options with the different rotoms interesting mm-hmm. uh so pokemon sword and shield are adding more max raid battles uh focusing on yes this is live as of when we record uh, recorded it so definitely live by the time you're listening it and it's pokemon like whimsicott exadrill Rotom, uh, there's one Tyranitar. Other, uh, Tyranitar, yeah. Togekiss. Um, um, so, you know, a lot of these are Pokemon that are popular in uh, competitive play. Um, so this basically gives you a chance to not only get, um, you know, some high-level, you know, high-IV Pokemon uh, that you can, you know, that are very commonly used in battles. But, you know, it gives you a chance to see like, oh, what what am I going to do with this, like, Wash Rotom? It's like, well, the answer <laughs> is you use it to, like, destroy people in ranked battles and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and Dragapult. Dragapult's the other one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah so you know um we've talked a little bit on the website about some of these like random pokemon that are just insanely good whimsicott is one of them like whimsicott is like unfairly good in competitive <laughs> play it, it's like absolutely mind-boggling because whimsicott basically is one of those like pokemon that you think would be useless yeah and um it's actually like you know just so freaking unstoppable you can set up just so much with whimsicott um because it gets priority on non-damage moves with tricks with, with trickster i think it's called it's trickster ability I could be wrong, but some are prankster. I think it's prankster, not trickster. Prankster is what it yeah. is. Um, and so you can, you know, set up like tailwind and, you know, basically speed up your entire team and make sure that, you know, uh, you get priority and all sorts of attacks. And it's just, oh man, it's, it's, it's a good Pokemon to have. And it's been, you know, they have like tried to make it irrelevant or, <laughs> and uh, they cannot do it. Like everyone uses Whimsicott. Whimsicott gets used so much. And competitive Pokemon play, um, because it's just a silly little fluff ball that you know makes your life a living hell. Yeah, it's a really like it's. I love the the strange oddities when like cute Pokemon versus ugly Pokemon versus like you know versus cool looking Pokemon and they're like various surprise power levels. Yeah, um, and so. It's, uh, it kind of reminds me of how in the Pokemon trading card game, I think they are incapable of making a bad Garbodor um, Pokemon card. Like the, the metagame so many times has like, there's been like a Garbodor card that is just, you know, just a absolute badass. Um, mm-hmm. Like it keeps happening. And I think like the new G max uh, or V max, excuse me, uh, Garb- uh, Garbodor is also, like super great. Um, yeah. Nice. So that's going on now. Make sure to uh, get in if you want, you know, to up the, the stats uh, or upgrade some, some Pokemon you may have in your, in your party. If you're not too emotionally attached to them, uh, you know, swap them out for a better model. <laughs> wow. 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 That's, that's uh, on a side note. That's always been my, that's kind of one of my big issues with the the Pokemon Sword and Shield max raid battles is it's like you know like if I've got like a Corviknight that I've had since From it was like a little baby one. yep uh, and it's like oh but it can't Gigantamax so you better swap it out it's like <laughs> but oh, this thing this thing traveled with me since Route 1 it's like but it can't Gigantamax I, yep. I hope eventually they you know do something about that when as like Pokemon Sword and Shields like cycle like reaches the end, um, which won't be for like another two years, but right. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's my issue with competitive play. I will never give up my like. <laughs> I will never do it. Like I just can't. I cannot give up Yamper. I refuse. No. Oh. I will not get rid of him. He's give staying with me. Give can't. it up. Will not. Refuse. It's unfair because then you watch like the anime and like Ash <laughs> still has Pikachu. Pikachu is able to do. I think Pikachu is like the god of Pokemon. He can do almost whatever he wants. <laughs> like it's unfair. He gets to keep Pikachu. Why can't I? If I want to like be competitive. Sorry, it's just very upsetting. <laughs> Lastly, for our news break, Pokemon Gold and Silver beta sprites have found their way Ooh. online. So that was was an ordeal and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this one, this is a weird. All right. So back in 2018, um, Pokemon gold and silver, a bunch of beta sprites leaked onto the internet. It was, you know, and it was a big deal because it had like dozens of Pokemon that had never been seen before and eventually were cut from the game. So that came from the 1997 beta that was released at Space World, which is, um, I can't even remember because I'm tired. Um, so fast forward to now, and somebody leaked the beta sprites from the 1999 version of uh, Gold and Silver, also from Space World. Um, this came from, somebody hacked into the Nintendo servers a while ago. And so that's where it came from. Uh, so we couldn't really like post these images on our site because they were stolen from Nintendo, but 
we did look at them, and there are a couple of, like, interesting things. There's a lot of Pokemon that they were, um, it was kind of like, this is the not quite as, like, crazy as the 97 versions, but mm-hmm. not the final package. Probably the everyone's favorite was Wooper, which, oh, yes. uh, which in this version had, like, four legs. It was basically, like, some, like, weird frog instead of, like, the legless two-legged thing that you know everyone like sees and goes oh yeah that's a whooper and like walks away from it uh mm-hmm. this whooper actually looks cute i want oh, to protect yeah. this whooper i wish this or whooper whooper uh i wish this whooper had actually made it into the game the other thing is is celebi looks creepy as yeah celebi looks like something out of alien yeah it does it, it just looks does. like it's it looks like it would kill you yeah. And not even like think about it because it doesn't like acknowledge you as a like on the same level of it. It would be like cr- it it would kill you and it's like, "Oh, this is akin to crushing a bug." I mean, that's what was the one that, like like a giant like weird bone dragon. Uh the bone dragon came from one of the older uh that that came from the 97 leaks. Mm-hmm. Um uh it was like I think it was originally one of the like I don't even know what the, the I, I can't even remember what they were going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, it was one of the Pokemon that got cut. But that one looks like a, awesome too. Yeah, it's interesting seeing like the discourse around this leak because when the back in 2018 when the the 97 leak went left, I mean everybody and their mother was sharing it. They were talking about it. They did not yeah. care what Nintendo thought. <laughs> this one, I mean, I saw. I mean. I saw a bunch of... They went up and then they disappeared. Yeah, I mean, not only was Nintendo like way, way quicker about it, but also I just saw a lot of people who were not sharing it just to start with. That the Discord already like, we know this isn't a legitimate thing. We're going to let Nintendo release it on their own time if they ever should officially release it. We're not going to post or share these images. And I mean, a lot of that I'm sure was coming from the the legality of the situation that yes, these were hacked from Nintendo. These were stolen images. This was not your intellectual property. But the fact that the community as a whole was kind of like, mm, I'm not going to share all of these except for Wooper because he's, <laughs> he's just so darn cute. I mean, well, the difference is back in 2018, we didn't know where that Space World League came from. The guy who ultimately had those files tried to say that he had a legitimate copy and it didn't come out until that entire mess involving the gen one beta leaks, you know, where we mm-hmm. only got the back sprites because the dude, I think, I don't know if this is, was like hundred percent confirmed, but I'm pretty sure like he was holding that information back basically to either, try to sell off the information or because it would be a hundred percent clear where he got the, the betas from, but you know, this all came from the same person who hacked into the Nintendo servers and stole a bunch of stuff from Nintendo. And like, you know, you can talk about, um, you know, leaks happen and, you know, we've, we've talked about like the, the legality of it before, but you know, back in 2018, it was kind of like we were already all, operating under the assumption that these beta, you know, these sprites were, um, you know, leaked, um, but they were, they, it was somebody's actual copy. Someone had had a legitimate copy and had, you know, harvested these as opposed to, I stole this information. And, you know, uh, in general, the Pokemon, the Pokemon fan base has been burned before. Um, There's, Mm -hmm. if if you're listening to this podcast, I'm I assume, you know about Cerebi, which is, um, you know, kind of like the premier news site about Pokemon. You know, he used to post, like, betas and, uh, you know, stuff like that until he got a cease and desist order. <laughs> um, and, you know, he, 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 you know, his site almost had to shut down because of it. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, when, when Nintendo decides it's going to start flexing its muscles, people, people pay it attention flexes. to it. Yeah. 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 So I couldn't, like, I thought it was interesting. That guy's like, oh, the fandom's grown so much. We're such a happy community. And then I realized, no, Nintendo just is even bigger and has even bigger lawyers who's just on top of the situation uh, with how social media has evolved. They knew yeah. the second it started going up. I just love how, like, somehow amongst everything that went live, whoopers, the thing. 
that <laughs> some, like some things survived. cannot be contained. <laughs> like he's the one thing that survived the crusade. And it was just like, I am here. I am whooper. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love oh, it love so it, much. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we will talk about Pokemon journeys coming to Netflix. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well. I called it. Called it. I called it so hard. We all called called it. it. I was about to say that this has been a running a running point of our podcast for what, like three months? Ever Christian, since- did, Christian did not want it to happen. Christian at first, no, no. there was I, I never said that I didn't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't want you it. You were number one Disney Channel stand. No, yeah. I wasn't a Disney Channel stand. <laughs> I, okay, Let, let's clarify, okay? What I did not want, and Pokemon Company, you know, they, they worked out some sort of deal with Netflix. Was yeah. what I didn't want was for us to get new episodes once per year. That would suck. Oh yeah, it that would, would be really this. freaking suck. It's yeah, it is the worst. Netflix is, and I I don't get me wrong. I love Netflix. I'm a Netflix stockholder. You know, so uh, let let's be clear here. Like I want nothing but for Netflix just to make lots of money all the time and then give it back to me. But what I don't like about Netflix is the fact that especially with anime properties, they hold stuff. They hold on stuff for like years and it sucks. It freaking sucks. As an anime fan, it sucks. And so I did not want them to do that to Pokemon because Pokemon is too important. So are you shocked with how quickly we are getting episodes? Yeah. Well, let's back up a second to give some context for people who are listening. So for, for those who don't know, Last week, Netflix just dropped anime bombs everywhere, and they did confirm that they are going to be the exclusive uh, licensor, you know, stream share of Pokemon Journeys, which is the English dub title we've talked about for the new Pokemon anime that's currently airing in Japan, but is now on hiatus because of the pandemic. So starting in June, Netflix will begin streaming these episodes. We're not sure how many episodes will be released in the first bundle, but 12. quarter or oh, 12. Yeah, sorry, 12. It was announced. <laughs> um, but quarterly is uh, when they'll be updating episodes. So I think it's like every three months or something, they'll be putting out uh, new episodes of the anime. Uh, they have brought on new dub cast, but they've also brought back returning. So the returning voice of Ash, who's been doing the Ash voice for like the last decade or something, uh, she'll be returning to do the voice of Ash. Um, we have um, the the My Hero Academia dub voice of Hawks is voicing Go, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Um, so yeah, so that's the frequency in which we're getting it. And so we know we're for sure getting English dub. A lot of fans are hoping we will also be able to get the Japanese audio as well as the original uh, soundtrack opening and ending themes, but none yeah. of that information has been confirmed yet. So. Yeah, I I I'm really hopeful that we'll get the full opening, um, which would be a first. No, for, oh yeah. I mean, like you know, it sucks if you've ever watched like the Japanese opens and you compare it to like the 15 second like English opens that we get. It's yeah. like the English open is you know like a generic like Pokemon gotta catch them all traveling through the Unova region, <laughs> yeah. And like you know the yeah. English version or the Japanese versions are like. Let us look back at the 20 year history of the anime. Yeah, you know, it's great. Here, here, here is Butterfree and its mate. You know, here is yeah. Tracy Sketchum, <laughs> who we haven't seen in like 10 years. You know, here's everyone holding hands. You know, oh, now there's like, you know, you know, here's a sudden, you know, segue to like, you know, Team Rocket Mechs destroying the world. Oh, you know, like here's a picture of Ash crying in front of a burning house for some reason. You know, it's it's just totally different it's very melodramatic but also like very referential to like the past of the anime which is great which i think is particularly relevant to pokemon journeys 
Uh, so very, very hopeful we'll get that. I'm very also pleased that we're going to be getting the three months episode dump. So that means hopefully yeah. we'll be getting at least 12 episodes minimum every dump. Obviously, in our binge community and society, those will go very quickly. Um, but they're not going to last long. Yeah, but I think it's it's great. I just think it's a great opportunity and, for, for the show. You know, like, I, I think the good thing, you know, there are, there are pros and cons to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, you know, Disney XD, you know, when they bought, you know, the rights to Pokemon, they had, like, you know, we are going to do, like, a Saturday anime block that has basically just fallen apart, you know, yeah. in part because I think they just couldn't keep up with, no. you know, like, you know, all of the other stuff. And also, you know, their brand is stuff like, you know, they, they can't really get much more serious than Pokemon. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you compare, you know, like yeah. it was like Pokemon Beyblade and a uh, Yokai watch. And it's like, okay, well, one of those things is, is okay. Um, hey, don't be hating on Yokai Watch. I'm assuming you're talking about Pokemon here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless no, you are like, praising Yokai Watch, in which I case. am not. I am not praising Yokai Watch. The only good Rude. thing about Yokai Watch is the the dance. Uh, that is literally the only you know <gasps> remotely nice thing about Yokai Watch. The rest of that franchise is awful, and it made me laugh that you know people are like, oh yeah, this is going to be the next rival to Pokemon, and then oh, it, it no. didn't. That was never going to happen. Uh, uh, so, you know, I, I think that this definitely makes the Pokemon anime feel a lot more relevant here in the United States. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's getting basically, like, rarefied, um, you know, attention from Netflix. Like, it's not being treated like they treat most of their other anime series. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's getting treated as, like, it were a Netflix original series, like She-Ra or... Um, you know, Carmen Sandiego is one of their big ones right now, um, where we're getting those like new episodes basically as quickly as they can, like get a bunch of them done and pump them out. And like, I, that, that I I think it is a good thing. Yeah. I, I, I think it'll be a little bit disappointing that's, you know, you know, it won't be broadcast on television for the first time in 20 years, but then again, who watches broadcast television anyways? I mean, for me, like, I mean, I just moved. Like, I don't have cable. Like, I, I cut the cord. Like, I do not have cable. If I yeah. have to watch something on cable, I just log into my parents' like AT and T account so I can watch it because like they love it. But for me, I mean, Netflix is definitely the way to be reaching a a broader audience than Disney XD provided. Because even when I had cable, like when I was like living at my parents' house, like their cable package didn't have Disney XD. So like I still couldn't watch it and I had cable. Like it was so infuriating to me. And then none of the other streaming websites like Crunchyroll or Funimation or like anything had it. There was the Pokemon TV app, which was not not that great. So like for a really long time, I was kind of like starved of the Pokemon anime. And that, that did cause a lot of people my age who are very much into anime uh, from not being able to keep up with it. Um, luckily, the fandom has been able to fill in those knowledge gaps for us to be able to pay attention to the story. Um, but the fact that Netflix is now finding a way to team up with the Pokemon company to provide this anime and its episodes on a timely basis um, and to this is, this is is excellent. So This is also the close that we're ever going to get to uh, a simulcast. Uh, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, this, yeah. this unless is... something drastically changes, and when I su- well, the only reason I could see it changing is if for some reason Pokemon does just absolutely nuts numbers for Netflix. Which I'll be curious. It's not like Netflix is ever going to release that data, but I'd be curious <laughs> to see their response to it. Um, the only reason I could see them trying to do it is is with that situation, but I just not sure. Netflix is quite up to that capability of doing that that simulcast quite yet. So, yeah. This also means that we're probably going to get um, all future Pokemon movies for the next few years just straight to Netflix on Pokemon Day, like they've oh, done yeah. with the uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Which you know, we 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 really haven't talked about that with all like the discussion of it coming to Netflix. I mean, you know, I assume that people just like knew that would be the case 
But that's mm-hmm. also like a really great thing too, because you know most people don't get to watch those movies anyways yeah. until they come to Netflix. Yeah. Um, so I that's, think it's a great promotion. I mean, when they did the the U.S. events or the theatrical events, there was always like Tuesday at two p.m. like yeah. that you could go watch the movie, which is like not conducive for anyone's schedule, whether you're a kid or you're an adult. Like it just doesn't work out. And I think that the way Netflix did the stream for um, You Two Strikes Back Evolution, it was. I mean, it turned it on Twitter. Like that has not ever that has not happened for a Pokemon movie <laughs> in the U.S. in such a long time. So I feel like that was an excellent move for them. I'm very pleased with this entire situation. I mean, I understand that there are some people who are, you know, who are bemoaning the fact that it's the end of the television era for Pokemon. Um, but for me, I'm still okay because it's still airing all the time in Japan. So it's not mm. like television presence. It's just the consumer. Oh, like one thing you have to remember the consumer like intake of entertainment is different you know, globally, the U S is becoming very streaming centric. Japan yep. really doesn't stream a lot. Like they're not super into it. I mean, they they'll occasionally go onto Netflix and that's why Netflix has so aggressively grown its anime catalog in Japan, but like, it's not going to quit airing in Japan on television because that's still the primary mode of watching content. Um, well, even so. from an advertising standpoint, they can command more mm-hmm. on that front than I think they can they can do anywhere else so i mean it makes it makes sense absolutely so i'm i'm very pumped about it i'm excited to see where this goes i had a i had trouble with the trailer especially i mean especially because there's that moment where go is all like uh cinderace is a great uh great pokemon and then i just want to be like knowing what we know go you yeah, I I am yeah. uh, I I am very pleased that they gave Go such an obnoxious voice. Like it is <laughs> deliberately done so. Like you know, like I the the voice actor who who does him is a great voice actor. So this is not like oh well you know it's because they it, they have crappy voice cast. No, it's because the voice they they made a deliberate choice to make Go sound obnoxious which further backs my case that this entire series is going to end with just the ultimate Ash, like, beat down. Ash is kind of, <laughs> like, you know, bomb go from outer space um, with the Rayquaza he catches. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty, you know, when I heard it, it was just, like, I don't know, the weird dissonance, it's not how I expected go to sound like Zeno Robinson's a great voice actor. Like the fact that he's on a bigger platform with my hero academia is great. His performance as Hawks is like so spot on. It's exactly what I imagine. Mm-hmm. but like go, I feel like it's also cause we don't really go. doesn't really have a personality yet. Like mm-hmm. a likable one at the very least. <laughs> so like, he does yeah. have a personality. So it's like it's... not a likable personality, but there's something about the voice. It's obnoxious, but like, it makes me like, it doesn't completely like repulse me. So, well, he's I'm not confused. supposed to be an entirely repulsive character. He's well, they haven't really to be... done that yet in the anime. <laughs> yeah. We're close. Uh, yeah. We're close. I, I'm curious to see how that voice could develop. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm also just interested to see. Well, one, they they um, romanized his name as G O H as like go like more like like rather than just like G O or G O U in the Japanese. So for me personally, as an anime writer, my whole my whole style guide for writing about Pokemon's changed. Let <laughs> 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 me working yeah. on that for a little bit, um, but I'm interested to see how the other how the other um, characters like names will change. Yeah, Mainly like out Dinde. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just look. I, I am honestly really happy with the the timeliness of this and the fact that they were able to get hmm. this up and with them, you know, exploring some Galar stuff as well. And, you know, in this, it's just, it will help now. Like, like it feels like a good part for me as someone who has, you know, really come back to the franchise, um, you know, kind of reintroducing my kid to it and, and all that as a, you know, sword and shield was her first kind of game experience. And so now we've got like a a new anime to start kind of from the beginning, Mm -hmm. um, with, with journey. So, so I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm I'm totally pleased. Nothing about this. I hate A plus Netflix. Good job. They got that. They got One Piece, and they got Avatar: The Last Airbender in like a day. They announced it. So yeah. like, 
Good job. <laughs> now, do we know if the One Piece is going to be like dubbed too, or are they just going to do the subs for that? Just on a, I, I've been meaning to ask, like, look this up, and I just haven't bothered. Um, um, so. If they're dubbing it, I would be very surprised if they didn't do a completely new dub. Oh yeah, because so, I mean, yeah. the the four kids dub is terrible. Yeah, I mean the yeah. Funimation, yeah, I mean the Funimation <laughs> dub has been. Excellent. Uh, so hopefully they'll stick with that. Calling Clinkenbeard as Monkey D. Luffy is A+. Plus, uh, but right now we don't have any details on that. They just kind of spitball it out. So so we'll see what it means. Yep. All right, Christian, why don't you give us the Pokemon Fact of the Week? Okay. Well, unfortunately, uh, since we're continuing our trek along the Pokedex, uh, the, the the Pokedex, you know, we we don't have a particularly exciting Pokemon fact of the week for our one year anniversary, but it's well. um, it, it is a kind of like like a huh one. Uh, Tentacruel uh, was not originally known as Tentacruel in the Pokemon beta. Uh, it had a different name, uh, one a name that frankly I think is a lot cooler. It was originally called Manowar. That's pretty cool. That's a it cool is. name, but it doesn't sound like. I don't get the like it's, yeah. like I it's don't a, understand like the well, joke. The, the reason the reason why is because there's actually a tentacled underwater sea creature called the Portuguese man of war. Um, it looks nothing like Tentacruel. It is it is basically something pulled straight out of H.P. Lovecraft, um, just Good. like a nightmare jellyfish. Um, and but yeah, so originally it was just called Man of War, um, which which I thought was you know actually really freaking awesome. It's like that's that's a really cool name. There's nothing else really interesting about Tentacruel and Tentacruel that we don't already know. Um, it's one of those Pokemon like, and yeah. you can't even you know. It, it doesn't even have anything cool like, oh yeah, it beats up Graveler because it can, sort of, like, interesting thing to mm. it. it. It eats fish Pokemon. It's like, well, yeah, no, no, duh. I mean, um, understandable. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm glad we went with Tentacruel and Tentacruel because Man of War just reminds me of comic books. <laughs> like, it just, <laughs> I, it puts me so centrally in, like, like a comic book headspace and just takes me right out like the anime aspect. Um, so I'm glad, I'm glad the dubbing they did. Whoever like, like localizes those names and gives them like the punny elements. Like I just want to oh, thank them. I want to yeah. thank them so, so much because Especially- you do such a great job. Especially when you compare them to some like the the Japanese names, it's kind of like uh, oh, yeah. what, what what's Vaporeon's um like name in Japanese? Isn't it just like water or something? Yeah, like that? it's just like water cat or something. It's like so. <laughs> it's just so like explicit, and it's like I like our weird fantastical names. Like you know what? Thank you, thank you for that. Oh, that's all I got. Wow. Sorry, we just had a break. Hey, listen. You know, like, listen, the, I, uh, one, we're recording this on a different day as usual, so <laughs> I have not, you know, usually by the time, like, I get to Wednesday, I'm at, like, peak crazy, and, like, you know, Tuesday is still, like, kind of, like, one of my chill days, like, I don't have the manic get me out of here, I've been doing too much, I've been working too long, I, yeah. Know. Did either, either of you use Tentacruel in the original games? I loved Tentacruel. I did. I did. I was, was, cool. was was on my team. He wasn't I mean, on my team, but I really like my my brother kept him the whole the whole way. Yeah. yeah, I I think the only reason I didn't use Tentacruel was because his move set. Like I use Gold Duck. Um, oh. So oh, that yeah. so there was like you know like I get that you know. Uh, Tentacruel had some like poison moves, but yep. I could just use that with, you know, I could just use Bulbasaur if I wanted poison stuff. So, you know, there, there just really wasn't a good spot for him on my, my original mm. team. Wasn't anything like against him. I love the look. Of, I love the look of Tentacruel. Yeah. yeah. The original <laughs> Tentacruel sprite looks terrifying. Like, yeah, it's like one of the most <laughs> sinister ones in the game. I mean, he's a Tentacruel is, is, a, is a Pokemon that has, consistently had very good sprites yeah mm-hmm. well and it got one of the best it got probably one of the best spotlights in the original anime oh yeah, yeah it was like just when tentacruel attacks vermilion city and oh, yeah. ash and brock and misty have to send out like their air force to stop them and it's like that's like the most iconic scene yeah in the entire anime the first season it gets multiple things in the english opening where like tentacruels like wrecking a city and then you it's like oh yeah here comes bulbasaur you know like you know <laughs> strapped to pidgeotto or 
Butterfree or something like that. And like there's yeah. Pikachu flying on Pidgeotto's back. And I forget who the third one was, but there's Zubat. And I forget what Zubat was doing. But it's like, here's, it's like, that's a really awesome like visual. Like, yep, yeah. here, here are Pokemon flying off to war. <laughs> I just yeah. wish, I wish Tentacruel had a cooler, uh, shiny color thing like i would love it if they like instead just made the blue like black or something like it'd be like, yeah instead of right because it's shiny it's just you know green the, the, yeah the red orb yeah. yeah the red orbs become green which is stupid yeah, yeah it doesn't really doesn't really vibe i agree stupid, shiny colors why well, we don't like shinies here that's right i, I like shinies well so that's they're why stupid. they're all ugly yeah all you're you're uh, like 90%, 90, 90, Marzad and are my only like. Yeah, Rayquaza, I mean, Rayquaza is, pretty awesome. is just like. <laughs> you know, you that, can't that, really do bad with Rayquaza. The, that, that black Rayquaza, especially if you like Mega Evolve it, just, oh. Yep. Mm. Mm. Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's 95% of all shinies are garbage. Ugly. Yeah. Yes, just I agree. They're garbage. I don't care. <laughs> Which is a shame. But anyway, uh, we have some uh, user reviews we can read. So oh, every yeah. once in a while. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> it's like, what is that noise? Every, every once in a while, we read your reviews uh, and we give away shirts for them uh, for yeah. five star reviews on iTunes. Uh, just a, a little way for us to, to give back as a thank you for, for letting other people know about the show. iTunes reviews obviously help us uh, a lot. They get the word out to more people. People will check, come to the page and check out whether or not this is a show they want to listen to. Uh, your rave reviews help them make that decision a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go. Um, so, <laughs> For a while, we had a bunch of people uh, as a kind of inside joke for the show uh, correcting us. <laughs> yeah, I went through the other week and looked at them, and I was like, "Wow, we really well, we were up. we were actively encouraging." We were actively, it. yeah. We yeah, were and then I remembered, and I was like, "Oh, we asked for this. Why did we right. do that?" <laughs> right. Uh, well, I appreciated it. It was great constructive. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a with a, a nice one first before we get to uh, one of the other ones. This one's from Nikki Roma. Five stars. This show is a must. Such an amazing podcast dedicated to the world of Pokemon. I always look forward to the latest episodes and find myself refreshing my podcast app to hopefully see a new one. The three hosts are top notch with insightful and fun information, and they bring their own energy and knowledge to the show. I just got done watching the trailer for Pokemon Journeys, and I gotta say, Go's voice is meh. It sounds like Mega Lucario punched him in the gut with his spike paws. Ah, <laughs> it says it's to be released June 12th via Netflix, and so we'll wait and see. Thank you for all you do. Uh, you bring such joy to these times of uncertainty. Keep up the great work. I always look forward to the Poke Fact of the Week. Here is a question for all of you. If you can choose any two gym leaders from any region to have a full battle, who would they be? Thanks again, guys, and keep on catching them all. I like that question. That's a good question. That's a good one. Pick two gym yeah. leaders from any region to have a full battle with, who would they be? Hmm. Does anyone need time to think? I I'm going Karina and Surge because I feel like Surge would just get the floor wiped with him. All uh, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that's pretty accurate. I mean, I, she has a Lucario, so it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I. Uh, I'm trying to think of some like really good gym leaders from some of the more recent games. Like I, uh, you know, I I'd like to see Koga because I always thought that Koga mm. was just an awesome trainer, and also he's like the one trainer, like one of like three trainers in the game to get promoted. Uh, to uh, I, I'll, I'll go. You know what? I, I'll I'll go Koga versus Cynthia. Um, I just well, think no, these are be, you just no these are are these pick two that you would see against each other I thought they were two that we would want to go oh, oh no you're right yeah no, no choose, any two, each other right, yeah. any two gym leaders to battle each other okay I yeah. just yeah. think that would just like Cynthia's exude good. badassness like you know just like you know because Cynthia is like Cynthia you know, would just step on him <laughs> probably but you know that's like Cynthia's kind of like that's her like big energy and I feel okay with that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, and, and it would be fun to see like Koga pull out his like ninja tricks. You know, that that's yeah. the big thing. It's like I'd really like to see 
exactly what like Koga could do with the chains off. Like, you know, in a championship level battle, what yeah. sort of just like evil, underhanded ninja shenanigans could Koga pull off? Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's what I'm going to go with. Mm. I really, my, no, oh, okay. So here we go. I want to see, um, I, I want to see Kabu from Sword and Shield mm. and Drayden because they feel like two old guys who have weathered, like have lived the Pokemon gym life yeah. and need a win. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to see which one of, of these, of the two old dudes will come out on top. See, I figured it was going to be something like you're going to pick Lieutenant Surge versus Brock so you could see Graveler, oh, you know, go up against Lieutenant Surge. Oh, and by the way, Lieutenant Surge would also lose that fight. Uh <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I felt like that was just a given. But to be serious, my other serious pick would be Misty and Nessa because not, oh. I, not that I think the battle itself would be interesting, but I feel like the poses they would strike at the battle, oh, like posing with their Pokemon oh. and like modeling mid like battle would be the most epic like JoJo Bizarre Adventure thing ever so. it would just be nessa doing it like super effortlessly and misty yeah. getting pissed like oh, the yeah. entire time like yeah. yeah it would be like you know like they wouldn't misty even need pokemon to battle each other they would just do face to face <laughs> <laughs> misty doesn't have like the inferiority complex that she does in the anime but going up against nessa 100% would give her that inferiority complex. I think complex. Any, any trainer versus Nessa would do that, though, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Even Cynthia. I, I don't know. Like Those <laughs> those two would just end up like teaming up uh, to take over the world. Yeah, they'd be like, why fight? Why can't we just work together on this? This is true. I do approve of that even more so. Girls support girls. I love it. All right. That was a good one. Uh... Got one from ASU Dom Seventeen. It's very, uh, very basic but very helpful uh, review. Thank you for your tips on Sword and Shield because I was being an idiot with the end game. I'm glad <laughs> we could help, Dom. I hope you're doing I'm glad. Well we educated now. Uh, so one of the last ones we uh, read was Blowhopper's Mind. We were and someone uh, has dropped in one Mudkip Fourteen Unblowhopper's Mind. Uh, it would be my pleasure to inform you guys that Pokemon has already dealt with Rayquaza's situation. If Rayquaza is holding a Z crystal, it will not be able to mega evolve in the first, in the first place. The mega evolution option and the Z move option, uh, take up the same spot on a Pokemon's attack choices. Anyway, honestly, Pokemon could easily have all three of these mechanics in the game by only having one thing on the left side of the attack menu. Example, a Pokemon with a Z crystal has the Z move option, a Pokemon with an unrelated item, has the Dynamax feature and a Pokemon with the Mega Stone has the Mega Evolution feature. Yeah. So it requires mm -hmm. that can either be uh, put in the boat with all the Pokemon who can theoretically use Z moves and Dynamax, or on the boat with Pokemon that can theoretically Mega Evolve and Dynamax. Sorry for spoiling this idea for you guys. Also, the show is nice. <laughs> Thank you. But we're playing by our own physics here in this podcast. <laughs> we just we just go by our own our own situation. But yeah, no that that is. Correct. <laughs> yep. So, so there we go. So thank you folks. Uh, always love reading your reviews. If uh, just shoot me an email. And when we uh, get back to the office at some point, uh, we will send out your shirts. You can find this show every Thursday, wherever podcasts can be found, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us and talk to us about Pokemon and the news of the week or the day, just hit us up on Twitter. You can find me at Jim Biscardi. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I'm at Seahoffer Seabus. So we will, until next time, this has been a fun, this has been a fun year to do this show. Uh, oh, I, yeah. Like that. We've, every once in a while, we'll, you know, towards the end, at the end of the show, we'll just, you know, Really thank everyone for listening. We wouldn't do it unless you guys showed up and you guys show up. So we, uh, we do. Yeah. True. Now who, who would have thought that a, a niche podcast like this, you know, would have 
lasted as long as it did. Like, you know, I was really worried when we, you know, first decided to do this podcast that we just, one, wouldn't have enough stuff to cover mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, this, we'll do like 20 minute recordings. I think that was our original plan was like, <laughs> like 20, 30 minutes a week, maybe. And like now it's like, you know, like this one's like an hour, you know, like we, we yeah. can usually clear 50 minutes if, yeah. without, without like really pushing ourselves. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. like I, I was genuinely worried that we, we were going to like run out of things to talk about. And, you know, I, I, you know, I was also worried that I'd get quickly replaced. Because uh, wow. <laughs> I, I always worry about those things. Wow. You should, you, you know, Jim, Jim has been putting up with me for five years and me being constantly worried that, like, you know, I'm going to get canned at, like, a second's <laughs> notice. Like, you know, like, I am constantly, like, in his DMs. Like, Jim, like, you know, like, don't forget this. Don't forget that. Also, please don't fire me. Um, <laughs> like, you know, like, constant for the last five years. Wow. That, that's I mean, pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, hey, you, you do what you got to do. I mean, it's been just great, like, seeing the community form around this podcast. I mean, getting messages from all you guys and, like, nerding out about Pokemon. It is such a great thing to like normalize if you like something celebrate it celebrate it however you can with a podcast with friends with just watching it by yourself decked out in merchandise or not just you know passively enjoying it however you want to and you know embrace pokemon bring in this nostalgia or experiencing it for the first time like it's great we're we're happy to be able to cater to every level of fandom because all three of us came in at our own individual levels mm-hmm. like whether jim was hustling someone or not it doesn't matter <laughs> like it's it's okay like we we come in at our own points like there should be nothing intimidating about pokemon you know when we're talking about competitive stuff earlier i was like blanking out i was like oh man i don't know what's happening so it's it's always great to just learn from it so like just thank y'all for for showing up all right now for year two we'll see you all same time same place next week catch you then